0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Akuo, it's great to be back with you once again. Now, before we get into the message this Christmas Eve, I would like to first off just thank Corey. Uh, I just definitely, Corey, I appreciate the way you led us last week. And I know the rest of our community appreciates the honest message that you had for us. So thank you so much, Corey. We definitely appreciate you. Now, we do have a quick announcement that I'd like to get with y'all. Now, I wanted to go over our schedule for the next few weeks before the next few weeks get here because I I don't want you all showing up to the wrong places at the wrong time. Now, because we're meeting online for Christmas Eve, we won't be meeting in person for Christmas Day. We want you to be able to celebrate and appreciate Jesus' birthday while you are with your families. Also, it's gonna be real cold. It is real cold. And no one wants to be in the pavilion in that kind of weather. The next Sunday for New Year's Day, we will be completely off. We won't be online. We won't be in person. We want to take the first Sunday of the year off to listen all on our own. We also want to give our first Sunday of the year to the Lord. So we want you guys to be spending time with Jesus, with God, with the Lord, listening to him over the next few weeks. And really one of the things that you can start listening about is what he wants you to be moving towards in 2023 what kind of phrase or word he's given you because he's already given a kuo a phrase for next year just like he has for the last few years. Uh, But to add on to that, I want you to ask him about what your word or phrase will be for 2023. Now, after the week out, the following Sunday, January the 8th, we will be having our first service inside the gym and y'all, I am so pumped up for this. It could rain, it could be cold, and we're gonna be okay, we're gonna be safe. So be sure and show up in full force on January the 8th for that first service in the gym. Also during this time, I just wanna thank y'all for your generosity this year. We can't link to our community the way we do without your generosity. This past week, we were actually able to feed our senior friends at the Sorrento for their Christmas party. And because of you, they had a great meal and were probably able to take some food home with them. So I just wanna thank y'all so much for doing that. So if you are able to be generous here at Akuo, first off, we want you to talk to God about it. Ask what you should be giving, then go to our website, akuo.church, to find out all the ways that you can do that. Now, if you are in a season where you need some help, let us know, because we would love to be linked to you during your tough time. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send an email to us at help at akuo.church, Or you can call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Y'all, we want to be linked to you during your tough time. This is what the church exists for. Enough with all that, let's get into the last message of 2022. This is the last week of the year with the word that God has given us for 2022 which has been sturdy, which I know, I'm sure all of y'all at this point are tired of me talking about being sturdy, but it's so important for the, where the church is, Akuo, and where we will be going to in the future. I'm too excited about that, like going to next year already, so let's just, let's stick with sturdy. So that's making sure that our foundation is built on the most sturdy thing possible, which is Jesus. When we can build on our lives on him and him alone, then we can make it through the tough times this world has to offer for us. Not only that, but when we are sturdy, we can support the weight of others that are getting leaned on in their lives. We can actually help support their weight. Now to remind ourselves of that, we are going back to the beginning, which is the name of the series, but it's also where the part of Jesus' life that we will be going to, that we we will be talking about today, the beginning. So it's Christmas. So, of course, we're going to be looking at the account of Jesus' life all the way in the very beginning when he was born. And today we'll be reading through the first-hand account of Jesus' life as recorded by the historian Luke. So if you want to be reading along with us, you can open up your Bible app or your hard copy Bible to Luke chapters 1 and 2. Now, if not, you can just read along with the scripture as we go along with it, uh, as it'll be on your screen, or as I'll be reading out loud to you. Now, as we read through the scripture, I want to show you people in this story, in the Christmas story, that were perfectly prepared for the season that they were in, for the situation that they were in. As according to their culture, none of them were special. However, they were all created to do something incredible. They were all commoners. None of these people were regal. None of them had high positions of power. However, these commoners, they all had the privilege of carrying an uncommon message. So let's jump into this, let's take a look at what the historian Luke has to say about Mary. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings favored woman, the Lord is with you. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. So this is the calling of Mary. This is where she learns she is going to be pregnant with Jesus. This is the spot that a teenage girl learned she was going to carry the Son of the Most High within her. This is where she learns that she is going to carry something literally uncommon. Y'all, this is a lot of information to process in a few seconds. First, an angel shows up and is talking to her, right? And he's like, you know, doing all of his angel stuff, all the the brilliance is is there around him. Then he's telling her like, oh yeah, by the way, you're going to be pregnant, even though you haven't been married yet and you're still a virgin. Then by the end of it, by the end of this this, uh, encounter, Mary calls herself the Lord's servant. But she just needed the clarity. She was happy to follow through with all the craziness that she was called to, but she needed the angel to walk her through how this was all going to go down. And I think the same can apply for all of us. We can and most probably will be called to do things that might seem a bit far-fetched. Sometimes God wants us to step out on a limb. Sometimes the Holy Spirit leads us in a direction that might seem unattainable. Akuo it's okay to look at those situations and, like Mary, be disturbed and confused. That is a totally normal reaction. When you are a commoner asked to carry the uncommon, it can feel like it won't work out. But that's where the grace and the power of God comes in. And here's Mary asks the question, right? She goes, how can this happen? Not in a lack of faith way, but like in a can you give me the instructions on how this is going to happen kind of way. So in this Christmas season, I want to encourage you to lean into those uncommon callings. I want you to walk the walk God is asking you to do. They will seem weird and sometimes scary, most of the time unattainable. And there's a reason for that. It's because they are. If they weren't weird or scary or unattainable, when it came through, when it happens, God wouldn't get the credit when it works out. You might feel the calling to something so much greater to, than anything that you can handle. You might feel like it's too complicated. But that's the beauty of God moving in your life. He wants this stuff to happen. So if you can just walk the path he wants you to walk, you'll get to be in that room, in that spot when the miracle happens. You'll get a firsthand account on what it looks like to have something miraculous happen in this world and luke actually records another one of these common people carrying an uncommon message being and walking in the ways and experiencing something miraculous so let's see what luke has to write in chapter 2 on the night that jesus is born that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, "'Don't be afraid,' he said. "'I bring you good news "'that will bring great joy to all people. "'The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, "'has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, "'and you will recognize him by this sign. "'You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth with whom God is pleased. So once again, we go to the commoners of this society, the shepherds. At this point in Jewish culture, the shepherds were normally like the lowest people in the family. It would be the youngest brother that was just thrown out there to take care of the sheep. They were important enough to be included in the family business, but not important enough to be like the main person working up front. They had to stay outside with all the animals. And then what would happen is when the sons uh, grew old enough to move out on their own, this job would get hired out for like the smallest amount of money. Basically, this was like a minimum wage job in their day. People weren't exactly impressed when someone said that they were a shepherd, right? Like, now maybe if they were a doctor or a Pharisee or whatever, like, oh, dang, but not a shepherd. So these young men are out in the wilderness doing their thing, watching the sheep in the night. And then these angels show up, all their radiance, all their glory. The, the shepherds are freaking out. And they tell them this incredibly uncommon message that the savior of the world is here and y'all are gonna see him and then before the shepherds can even react as if it wasn't enough the armies of heaven show up i mean think about how many angels that could be i mean definitely for sure not like there's too many for the shepherds to count right like the they couldn't count that high because there are so many angels everywhere So all these angels show up, they start praising God, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased, right? Crazy scene. And then as suddenly as these dudes appeared, as these angels showed up, they're gone. These young shepherds just experienced one of the most amazing things the world has ever seen, ever. And it had nothing to do with their abilities. It was something that they were blessed with. But here's where I get excited. These common people were given an uncommon message that they were going to see the Messiah, the Savior of the world, not necessarily there for the holiest of holies, but there for the shepherds, the one that everyone had been waiting for. These common people, well, they were perfectly prepared for what they were supposed to do. Let's see what Luke writes. Y'all, this is fantastic. These dudes were perfectly prepared to chase after the word they had been given by the angels. I mean, I just imagine the pure joy and excitement that these guys are feeling in that moment. It it reminds me of like me and my high school buddies like, oh, something's cool happening down the street. And like we just all like jump in the car and drove over there as fast as they can, right? Like those angels there, they left. As as soon as those angels left, they were riding this high of joy of being included in something miraculous and awesome and otherworldly. So the shepherd bros head down to the village as fast as they can and find Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. And just like they were told, they see the baby in the manger. And in that moment, they got to fully experience the Savior they had all been waiting so long for. But that's not how their story ends right here, right? No, remember I said they were perfectly prepared for this uncommon message. These common people were prepared for the uncommon message. So after the shepherds leave, they start sharing the story about Jesus. And it says that everyone that heard the story, which was literally who they told, everyone, they were astonished by what they were telling him. So what I want us to take from this idea is how to react after we interact with something uncommon, something otherworldly, something miraculous. Y'all, we're supposed to share it. We're supposed to make sure that when God gets us out of that season, that is the worst, we throw credit back to him. We are supposed to tell everyone how God got us to this point in our lives in spite of all the poor choices we made. We're supposed to be like, God did that. And these shepherds were doing exactly that. They were explaining to anyone that would listen how they were chosen to see the Savior, the Messiah. These lowly shepherds got to hang out with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Not the priests, not the Pharisees, not even Caesar, the shepherds. So I'll ask you, how are you doing this in your life right now? Are you sharing the great things that God has done for you and your life with the people around you? Or are you keeping it to yourself because you're like worried that no one will believe you or you sound like a crazy person? Have you ever taken a moment even to see all the ways that you have been blessed in your life? I mean, that might be the first thing to do is understand the uncommon things that God has provided you in your life. Now, one of the ways we can react to the uncommon in our lives is by sharing the news with whoever will listen. But we also see another way to do it. Mary actually provides the example here. So after the shepherds show up and we see all that, Luke writes, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. So the shepherds told anyone that would listen about the amazing things they saw that night. Mary, she did something different though. And I, I love the way this is phrased. She kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. So Mary would sit back and not just remember these moments in her mind, but she kept them in her heart. She allowed herself to go back to these moments and not only see what was happening, she allowed herself to feel these things. She stored these moments in her heart and went back to them often. Akuo, this is one of the best things that we can be doing in our lives. Being able to go back to the beautiful and joyous moments that we have experienced. Now for me, this has been something that I've been doing my best to chase after. In different ways, right? Like, sometimes I'm successful, sometimes I'm not. Because for a very long time, I've been someone that is always looking to the next thing, the next season, the next big event, the next whatever. But I think about all these future things that I miss out on what's happening right here now. I miss out on the beauty of the moment I'm in, then because I'm thinking about something else when this beautiful thing happens in front of me, I don't have great memories of the the thing in front of me. I actually miss out on the memories because I'm preoccupied with something else. So I'm doing my best to press into right now. Now, it doesn't even have to be like huge moments, you know, because right now I'm trying to appreciate like how my daughter still likes to snuggle with me when we watch a movie or a TV show on the couch. I'm trying to appreciate how my son is developing his sense of humor, how he's becoming like a little storyteller. I'm trying to appreciate the moments where I say something and I actually get my wife Lauren to laugh. Like those are few and far between. And y'all, I'm trying to appreciate the moments at a kuo, like when I get to see you, when the weather isn't great, but y'all still show up. I'm doing my best to enjoy the beauty. I'm doing my best to store these things in my heart. Because I know when I look at these moments, there will be something more than common. For me, I'll see the blessings, the miraculous in all of them. Now, how are you doing this in your life? How are you taking time out to adore the blessings and miracles that God has given you? If you aren't sure, just take a moment right now. Look around at where you are. And the people you are with, there is your blessing. Those are your miracles. For Mary, she got to experience the uncommon, right? The miraculous. But she was also holding her baby, her first child. She was just loving him. Akuo, God is in all of that. And by recognizing that, you are adoring what you have been given. During this holiday season, while everything is crazy and you're frustrated with all the stuff and your theos are going nuts over there, I just want to encourage you to take a moment and adore. Adore the place you are in. Adore the people that are there. Adore the breath in your lungs. Adore the life you are living. It is truly a gift. It is truly miraculous. You are perfectly prepared for this moment, And for some of you, this moment right here, it's about more than just adoring. It's about coming to terms with believing in something that's bigger than you. It's about answering the call that you have been feeling on your life for a while now. It's about taking this moment to let Jesus know that you believe in him and what he did here on this earth. Now, for some of you listening right now, for some of you watching right now, you might not have ever proclaimed that. Now, if that's you, I just want to thank you for being here. I appreciate your interest in what we're talking about. I appreciate you seeking in this time. So what I want to do for you right now is, if you're interested in making that proclamation, is I want to lead you in a conversation with Jesus, which we would call a prayer. Now, in this prayer, you will just simply confirm your trust and faith in Jesus that Jesus is who he says he was, the Son of God, the perfect lamb sacrificed for you to make you right with God. And what I'll do, I understand this can be a little scary, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the rest of the Akuo community to pray along with you right now. Because here at Akuo Church, no one ever has to pray alone. You always have a community here with you to pray with you, to help you through your tough times, to be sturdy for you. We aren't going to leave you when things get tough. So if you want to confirm your belief in Jesus, just go ahead and say this between you and him. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. Now for the rest of us believers, whether you've believed in Jesus for the last five seconds, just happened right now, for the last five decades. I want to lead you in something. So for the last few months, we've been doing listening moments because we're a Kuo Church, right? The, our name, Akuo Kuo, means listen. So we're, we want to be listening to the Lord. And these have been times where we take a minute to just sit in silence and listen to God and what he has to tell us. And we're going to do that right now. Now, I want you to know it's okay if you sit here in this minute and you have silence and you're totally focused on him and you don't hear anything from him sometimes it's just good to sit in his silence and spend a minute with him it's also okay if you you get distracted in these moments what i want this to be is a chance for you to turn back to god away from the distraction and maybe it's something that you take with you throughout your week Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask God this question. And like I said, it's something that you can ask now and continue to ask him over the next few weeks because he could answer now or it could be over time. So here's a question. Jesus, can you show me how to adore you in my life? All right, I'll come back in a minute to finish out the prayer. Now let's pray. Jesus, thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for laying your life down. Help us see you everywhere. Help us see you in our lives. Help us understand all the ways you have provided miracles for us in our lives help us remember you are with us always help us remember to adore the life we have been given help us remember to adore you thank you for everything jesus we love you and we pray these things in your wonderful and awesome and beautiful name amen all right y'all that's all that we have for you for service before we go i just want to let you know i love and appreciate all of you and i'll be praying for you over our break